This is this is probably the closest I've ever recorded one of these. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a um uh what's the word for it? Um uh like like um, confessional like you know this is how this uh this um pill helped me get my love life back. <laughs> And for those of you listening to this on the audio podcast, I'm I'm um, I'm also recording this for YouTube tonight. You know, I, let's kick this things off with this. So, um, it's Friday morning, twelve oh one a.m. on the ninth uh, of May, and I have a letter here from last week from uh, I'm going to call him CL. He knows who he is, and we had a you know um, a few. Like a month and a half ago, I launched a newsletter. I'm not like some old man where I don't know what's cool and what's not anymore. Um, you know, I, I've been, you know, I, I, I owned like 10 Bitcoin back when it was like $10 each. And I think I sold it at like $18 each uh, before it crashed to $2. Um I've been familiar with newsletters since uh, uh, 2012, maybe. I mean, newsletters have been around a lot longer, but as far as like newsletters being cool, uh, they were supposed to replace blogs back in 2012. And then, uh, I mean, mean, my first podcast was back in 2005. Um, I joined YouTube in 2006. So I've been at this for a really long time. That's what I'm trying to get at. And, And so I'm not a dumbass. Like I, I'm familiar with all this stuff, but CL, he, he and I were talking about this cause he's my first newsletter subscriber that like actually gave me money. It's like a dollar a month that I'm charging. It was the, it was the lowest that this newsletter service will allow me to charge. And it's like when you get your first dollar at your, your job, your, your, um, you feel compelled to like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm selling sandwiches or coffees, but it's like I have to know why you gave why you gave me money. Like what what compelled you to um still recording. What compelled you to like give me money? Hold on. Yeah, we're still recording. I don't know why I thought it had stopped. Hold on. That's because I went over to mail. There we go. Sorry about that, guys. What 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 drove you to like stop and pay for parking and walk into my store and then look at the menu and then have a look at me and go, I'm gonna buy a sub sandwich from that man. <laughs> uh, so we chatted about it. And I, you know, my biggest problem right now. This is gonna be motorcycle related eventually. I promise. You may have to fast forward like 15 minutes in. My biggest problem right now is that there's an, and there's going to be a theme next episode. The theme next episode is accountability and affiliation. Uh, Let's remember that. So uh, affiliation uh, as in like going legit and sort of what that weight looks like on someone. I mean, I think about this for a few weeks now, actually, Uh, but that's the next episode. So You know, on the top of the going legit, I, I now have something like 1,400 videos on YouTube. Um, I did the math on my blog. I'll look it up while I'm talking to you guys. 
my I've been blogging for a long, a, a long time, so long. You know, my first blog was on um, P Machine, which is a CMS. It's no longer around. Before it was, uh, it was renamed to Expression Engine. Um, well, no, before that, Live Journal, and then P Machine, then Expression Engine, and then. Uh, that one I can never, never remember. And then finally WordPress back in 2006. And I, you know, I've been blogging forever and the blog has never been like a, a direct money thing for me. I don't, I don't try to monetize creative expression. I always found these kind of things like Recording audio and making video were like just a passion project of mine. Um, it's really only YouTube that's ever decided, hey, hey, you, we want to give you money for this. And it's not, it's not much money. I think last year was $6,000 um, for my YouTube videos. And considering how many I post per year, it's not much money. Uh, so my blog since 08. So what I was getting at there is I have blog posts that I keep HTML archives of on my computer um, that aren't online anymore because, I mean, I started blogging in uh, 99. I was 12, 13 years old. Um, <laughs> it, it's not that it was like angsty or, you know, depressed or inappropriate. It was just boring uh, so I really archived my blogs from like 07 and newer. And since 07, um, I've written 1.4 million words, <laughs> which equals about, uh, 92 hours of reading time, 92 hours that a human would have to commit to read um, you know, 13 years of, of, of blog post, and, and then when you add in the, the 1400 YouTube videos and now I'm starting this newsletter and I have, you know, t 10,000 posts on adventure writer. Uh, and now we have like five episodes of this podcast that are an hour long each. Um, I, I just feel like it's too much. And so, so CL and I were talking and, um, you know, I, I, I had a moment of crisis because now a human being has walked into my coffee shop and he's like, sure, I'll come in here every month and give you a dollar for your coffee. And I feel guilty. Like, no, that, that was, that, 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 that dollar a month was an aspirational goal. It wasn't meant to be, go close to the mic here. It wasn't meant to be like. A normal thing. How dare you? Uh, there's also one guy on Patreon that gives me $5 every month for like the past three years. I, you know, I talk to him sometimes over email. I, I don't, I don't know why he's still paying me, but it's still coming in. And I have not, same with, with, uh, with review. I have not cashed in on my dollar per month yet or my $5 per month in Patreon. I just keep it. It's like YouTube AdSense, the YouTube AdSense account. I just let it sit there. The limit's $10,000, and every time it's ten grand, it gets me a big check for ten grand. And I'm like, oh, i got to pay taxes on this. <sighs> you know, it's, it's, 
it's not money that I think exists because it's just sitting, hanging out, money for something I enjoy doing. Um, so CL and I had this conversation. He gave me this amazing, I wish I could show it to you guys, this amazing email. It went from like, you got to post more often. You've got a newsletter once a week. Don't, you know, once a month is bad. Every other week is a minimum. You got to weekly do a podcast and a newsletter and a video. You got to promote, um, you know, you know, make a, put your podcast on YouTube. So then you have two places where people can watch and hear you and, and, and see, I'm not, I'm not shitting on you here. I promise this is not a negative thing. I probably, and I'm going to reply to your email. It's been a week. I'm going to reply to your email. Um, I, I wish I could show you guys my inbox. I, I, you know, every week I get, I run a very tight ship. So when someone spams me, I get really aggro about it. Every week I get about 700 emails, uh, seven zero zero. And these aren't, informational emails. Like I said, I run a really tight ship. I don't get spam or noise. Those get filtered out. I'm talking 700 emails that are Adam do this. Um, and so right now I have, uh, 10 unread, uh, zero flagged, which is always a nice thing to have. And, um, they're all from today or CL from one week ago today, give me advice. And I've wanted to respond to him, but I, you know, the, the initial response when I read his email last week was like, at 34, I'm just going to pay someone to do this. Because if, if success in content creation requires consistency, I don't see how I can succeed. But then what is success when it comes to content creation? Like what, what, what is the, what is the finish line here? Is it, is it downloads and views and clicks? Is it money? And motorcycling is a niche market. You're not going to... One guy who I thought was incredibly popular in motorcycling, um, you know, that I thought was doing a pretty good job, full-timer uh, with, with content creation. I met him two years ago, and he was like, dude, I love your stuff. Don't make this your day job. And don't worry, I'm not going to. But, like, he's like, you make shit money at this. Um, you know, it's, it's not, you know, he's like, I, I, I know how you live. I know what you ride. You're going to take a pay cut if you do motorcycle content creation full time. Even if you like sub out your stuff to other, you know, to brands and stuff and you go do stuff for them. Don't, don't do it. So then, so then is it fame? I don't, I don't want that. I definitely don't want that. I am certain of that. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoy expression and I enjoy sharing, but if this podcast had zero downloads, like right now it has like 10, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really care because for me, it's always been about the, the, like the identity ego, the, 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 the Adam ego of like once a month on like a Sunday, 
I'll just watch old videos of mine, old travel vlogs, old, I'll read old blog posts. Like right now I'm looking at like the 2018 trip where I went with the BMW Quebec guys down to, um, tail of the dragon. It's a 25 minute read, 6,400 words. I'd read that again. I'd watch those videos again. It's been about two or three hours watching those videos, reading the ride report, kind of getting back into that moment I had that week I had with the guys. Um, you know, this is like this time capsule for me and it's, you know, I, I think my flick, like I've had a Flickr account since 04 I've got 30,000 pictures there and it has like seven or 8 million views. My YouTube accounts, 8 million views. That doesn't really matter to me. And so like what, like CL, I'm going to follow your advice. I'm going to try this out. Uh, he's right. All this stuff is right. But he doesn't get to the root of why. Um, so I just, I just feel kind of, let me show this is still recording. Yeah, we're still recording. I just kind of feel like, uh, this is a terrible airtime. I think my greatest, you know, when I think about my, um, man, there's just so much to unpack here. I love, I'm not antisocial, but I'm a little bit, um, you know, I tell people I'm introverted in that my glass is small and then it, it fills up. And I need like time to reset it. So the, 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 you know, introverts can be extroverted, but there's scales of introversion where some introverts have a massive gallon jug of glass and it fills up. It takes days or weeks. Some introverts have little tiny glasses and like a day at the grocery store or a date uh, is a big day for me. I can, I can be extroverted for a full day by like eight, nine o'clock. I'm, I'm ready to read, sip some whiskey, read the news, um, put on headphones, just sort of chill, be left alone. Um, you know, my girlfriend, she gets up super early, uh, or I guess fiance, she gets up early and then I, I, I get up late. Uh, I get up around 8.30 a.m. every day. Um, but like my father, uh, I'll stay up to one o'clock in the morning and like she goes to bed at 9 p.m. So from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. it's like atom time. And it's when I feel like I get to reset everything that was just been, you know, leaning on me all day. And so I, I, I enjoy the interactions I have with everyone that watches these videos. And I, I go to rallies and it's like, Oh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And I respond to every comment. And I respond to every email and, um, you know, I'm now using Instagram, but not really. Cause I have just have like I literally have 60 days of Instagram posts just queued up. I don't actually use Instagram. I just, just, <laughs> just fart them all out there. Um, it just feels like it's checking a box for something that I don't need. I don't, I don't need the views or the likes and the money. So I'm just checking the box. And so CL has got a great point. Like, 
here's what you should do. He's right. But like this podcast and like my blog and like my YouTube videos, you know, I do what I want to do and I always try to add value to your sort of enjoyment of the hobby. If you like motorcycling, you know, hopefully something that I create is something that you enjoy. Um, but I, I, I don't want to just check a box. Like think about like the, the, you know, back in the day, man, aging myself here in the web 2.0 world, but like Instagram husbands, that was a thing. It's still a thing, but it's not talked about anymore. But like, you know, back in 20, uh, 2011, when Instagram first came out, it was called bourbon back then, BRBN, um, immediately. It was like, this is a typical guy like me, uh, taking pictures of his hot wife. Um, and that was his sole job. Like, let's go to lunch, babe. Okay, great. We just ordered lunch. Cool. Uh, can you walk over in the corner, please, and take a picture of me like I'm having a great time? Okay, sure, hon. And then the whole lunch hour, she's spending time on her phone, posting, hashtagging, et cetera, um, refusing direct messages from like, you know, guys hitting on her. Um, and it was a total joke back in the day, but I, I'm sure that, that still exists. And the same goes for like, you know, Heather has taken photos of me while I'm writing lately. Not, and I don't ask her to do that. She just does it. And I put it on Instagram. That's nice of her to do that. But like, what value is that adding to your day to see me on a bike? I don't think it really adds anything to your day. And it's not like I'm helping you with any tips or showing you an install video or taking you on a great adventure. It's just some other white dude sitting on a BMW <laughs> outside of a coffee shop. Um, and it's, it's why, and see how, so I will respond to you tomorrow. I promise. Well, today, I guess in seven hours, um, you know, it's, it's why, um, this is gonna be a terrible angle, isn't it guys? It's why I've been like anti-sponsors for so long too. Like the, um, the interaction I had with, uh, with the retailer that competes with Twisted Throttle, um, you know, the, the ADV version of Twisted Throttle, you know, the, the, the interactions I had with them, great people, um, you know, very, very nice people building great products. I enjoyed going to their campus, um, meeting their designers, um, having them help me with some issues I had. But when it came time to like, accept free stuff from them. It was like, I, I, you know, I would rather, and I did, I'd rather just buy the stuff from you at full price. Cause it's just, this isn't fun. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not fun getting, you know, a free horn, which I can afford. It's $130. Um, in exchange for like ripping off all this quality stuff that I've got from other companies that I paid for that, that like the alt rider rack on my bike is there. Cause it's awesome. The black dog rack is awesome. The Jesse luggage luggage holder, the Moscow moto tank bag, the Z technet windscreen, the machine art moto handguards, like this stuff is all great. Um, 
why would I rip off stuff that I love just to get a free horn from you? It's okay. I'll pay the $130. <laughs> and then I think about like this year. Um, ugh, I shouldn't believe in next podcast. I'll talk more about like that, that sort of responsibility, but like, let's assume that this year, all of my wildest dreams come true, which is, uh, well, one of my greatest fears is losing my day job, but you know, let's say I keep my day job. No one fires me, uh, which would be great. Um, let's say my second job, no one fires me and my third job, no one fires me. And then I wake up and I'm sitting on the, uh, MOA board of directors because people that are fans of the MOA or members of the MOA voted for me. And that would be insane, like unlikely, but really exciting that people thought highly enough of me to say, Hey, you know, you would be a great addition to the board. And then I, um, do a good job with the Vermont green mountain rally. I do a great job with the MOA rally in Sugarbush, And I, end up winning the US, USA uh, GS Trophy qualifier. And like I'm doing press and I'm talking about going to Albania next uh, late summer. Um, and, you know, everything is just, I'm married all of a sudden in October. Um, you know, everything is just working out okay. What, like, if that's the world I'm in six months from now, what sort of value am I adding by posting photos of me writing to Instagram or yanking quality stuff off my bike just for a free horn or a free set of crash bars um, or, or, or keeping up my weekly newsletter? It's like, what am I actually gaining from that? And I, I, this isn't this isn't hypothetical. I'm I'm literally like, I don't know what that answer is because if the motorcycling industry of influencers is hyper niche and there's no money in it, like if you're if you're repping for BMW and the adventure rider market and you're not a trainer and you don't own a training academy and you don't. Um, you know, work for a retailer or for BMW directly. Like if, if, if you're, if you're scrappy and you're hustling and you're working in that, I'm, I'm thinking of like up and coming creators, like, uh, like doodle, you know, I looked at her Patreon page where she posted her breakdown last year of income. It's not, it's, it's not very much money. Um, she had to sell a lot of those money moto, uh, GPS trackers to make ends meet. Um, like when, when Adobe creative suite is like, big expense on your line item of profit loss. There's not much money in this. Um, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an aging fat white guy from New Hampshire. Um, you know, I'm not near a city center. I'm not attractive. Uh, <laughs> I'm not edgy or cool. And so, so back to my point, like, I like making videos. I like publishing the newsletter. The newsletter is just a new medium for me. I, I'll put all those posts on my blog eventually. Like it's not, I'm not a newsletter guy now. I'm still a blogger. I like blogs. They, they outlast. Like when, when review, uh, which is a newsletter service I'm using, which is purchased by Twitter a couple months ago, when review goes away, 
I'll still have my blog. Like I don't like to silo my stuff into one place. Like all of my videos I've posted to YouTube, I still have stored offline. They're all the things I've written for the MOE magazine or various club newsletters. They're still mine. I have those text files. Um, you don't, you don't send something out to the web and just say, well, done with that file. That's all gone. Now that photo is on Instagram. Now it's safekeeping forever and ever. When I'm 95 years old, that Instagram photo is going to be there for my grandkids. No, fuck no. Sorry. That stuff is, it's, it's, it's temporary newsletters. Come on. No one's going to give a shit about newsletters in 10 years. Um, all right, 20 years. Cause I thought, I thought podcasting was going to live past, you know, 2013. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's always been about, I have an idea, something inspires me. I'm curious about something. And the internet has allowed this young guy to self publish since he was 12 years old. And we're all publishers now. It's not an issue anymore, but I still get giddy with the fact that I can just open up a text file and I can write what's on my mind and not have to submit it to an editor or wait for an advertiser to review it or wait for presses to kick up and start laying ink on plates. You know, that's it, you know, self-publishing feels so magical to me. And I don't, you know, if my newsletter has like 10 people reading it for the next, you know, it's like my WordPress blog, you know, it's, what are the stats here? Come on. You know, it's a few hundred people a day read it. That's not sexy. That's not influence. But I've been self-publishing for 22 years. And that's more important than everything else. You know, long after the, you know, DMOA and the Vermont Club and BMW and adventure riding and even long after like motorcycling, there's just an incredible pride that I have about self-publishing, um, and knowing that some weirdo can type the right weird search terms into um, into Google and find some audio recording you made in 2021, uh, that's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, you know, CL, I, 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 I'll reply to you tomorrow. I, like, for this to work, for this to be... For me to succeed, I'm comfortable with putting all of my spare money into hiring someone to do this for me. And that person would like put on my calendar every Sunday, hey, record exactly 25 minutes of you talking to yourself. And that person would say, hey, it's Monday at 10 a.m., write 450 words uh, um, for your newsletter. Uh, oh, thanks, Adam, for all the photos. I've already auto-published the photos Instagram for the optimum time for engagement, and I'll reply to everyone that comments and uh, direct them to your Shopify page to buy your stickers. And you know, um, you know, I've I've optimized your YouTube page all the right hashtags, and 
you know, I could spend that money and I would eventually start making that money back. But it's so, it's so like fleeting that like eventually you're not cool anymore. And no matter how much optimization you do, YouTube and all these private networks that are just always looking for the next hot, cool thing, uh, are always just ready to promote that, that individual and kind of say, well, you've been in it for a while. We're going to, we're going to demote your, your content. It's not, you know, a lot of people get all up in arms about YouTube demonetizing them. It's not, it's, it's your content didn't suddenly start sucking. Um, you've just been at it for five years. You've been making 10 grand a month for five years and there's new creators joining YouTube every day, but very few new eyeballs. And so at some point, the algorithm, which isn't humans, it's just coded in because fresh cells is like, oh, you? Mm. I, I emailed um, Walt Riffic a couple of years ago uh, and I, I mentioned to him like, I was, I was in a, it was a very long email, which is why he probably didn't, didn't read it or respond, but it, you know, I said, you, I wasn't preaching about it, but in short, I'm, I'm not going to give you the whole thing, but in short, it was, you know, you've got to save money. You're, you know, you've got an $80,000 Mustang and a $100,000 Jeep and four bikes and your income is YouTube. And you've tried to break into Twitch. And it's not working. Um, I look at your social blade profile. It's, it's, it's falling off. You, you need to save your money. And it's, you know, the other day a guy I watch on YouTube, I don't subscribe to him, I check him once a month to see what uh, cars he's reviewing. He posted a video last night, like, oh, YouTube is screwing me over. It was a 48-hour dip in his, you know, view count. He's like, I've had four social media experts, consultants look at this figures. I can't understand it. Like, calm down. But the f- mistake number one was quitting your job. You were you were a salesperson. You were successful as a, as a car salesman. You should have kept doing that. Um, you know, the first mistake you did was quitting your job. Um, I started this episode wanting to actually talk about Husqvarna 701LR, <laughs> but given there were 30 minutes into this episode, I think I'll cut it out for now. I, I don't, you know, I'm not having some crisis here. I'm just trying to like, um, you know, yesterday I gave a an hour long chat to a bunch of um, uh, Dartmouth College students about you know what I do at TomTom Tom and uh, you know my career and where I came from and and the internship program program I run and and then one of the questions was like about all these students are graduating this year and they don't know what to do because there's still a pandemic and you know inside I was like holy shit what do I say to this question. Um, so I gave a super pie in the sky, like aspirational, like, you know, it'll be fine. And then I gave another story, which was like more down to earth, which was based on real life experience. And I I thought to myself, like, and then Heather afterwards was like, you know, how do you just talk for an hour? Um, and I said, like, I just black out. I just talk. Um, And writing, and by proxy, podcasting, um, has always been super easy. I had a phase in 2009 to 2013 where 
every time I poured a bottle of scotch, well, not a bottle, poured a dram of scotch, um, by the second dram of scotch, I was blogging. You know, I wouldn't watch TV, I wouldn't read, I wouldn't people watch. While I was in New Hampshire, I couldn't people watch. But, you know, I just started writing. And writing and YouTubing and podcasting have always been this really easy thing to do. Um, and I really get a lot of self-satisfaction out of the publishing of it that... And there's nothing wrong about CL's email at all. It, 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 it hit me hard because it's like, he's right. I've got to get serious about this. If I want to succeed, I had to get serious. And I had to start thinking of all the reasons why I want to succeed. And I really couldn't come up with a good enough reason of like, to schedule all this, it doesn't, it does not equal happiness. I'm thinking about like the, the total adjustable market here, like, you know, what what is you know our current superstar? And for the record, guys, I don't watch YouTube motorcycle videos. I just don't watch that kind of content. I watch um, weird stuff, but like train videos. Uh, I don't watch motorcycle videos, so I, I'm aware of some of the channels out there because I see them on Adventure Rider, but I don't watch them. Um, so I know like Fortnite is big, but that's affiliated with a retailer. That doesn't count. Um, I I, I uh, <laughs> Quick story, and we're all out of time anyway, but uh, someone the other day was like, you should, not the other day, last year, like or like a year ago today, you should email this uh, this Sean, Sean Schmokes. Uh, you guys should collaborate. I emailed him. <laughs> it's, pardon me, it's not personal against Sean, I promise. Um, and I will get back to my my. My point here in a second. I take email very seriously. It's been my livelihood for so many years that if someone takes time to send me a comment or a email or a message, I reply to every single one of them. Um, because I treat it like someone's on the phone that like, like, like I'm calling up Sean and I'm on hold. (laughs) And it's been a year and I'm still on hold. And that really pisses me off because my message was like, Hey, I like your stuff. Someone told me we should talk. I make videos. Here's my channel. Um, Maybe I'll see you at a rally one day. You know, good job. Keep up the great work. You know, just a reply of like, thanks. It's, and again, this isn't just Sean. This is my entire life. Um, I'm not like a, a, a star chaser. Uh, that's not me at all. But like, someone's in the industry with me. I sent him a note. And I wait and I, I mean, I I just feel I I treat everyone like they're on hold with me and I try my best to get back to them as soon as possible because I, 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 
I feel bad. Like they were waiting for a reply. Like, uh, you know, <sighs> so there's, you know, there's people like Sean who doesn't give a shit about the community. Um, the one I was thinking about though, was the, uh, the Dutch woman who's, um, uh, traveling, traveling around the world. You know, if you, if you look at her, her, uh, you know, social media estimates for views, I mean, we're talking like, you know, even with sponsors, 70 to a hundred grand a year. Um, And when you remember that getting there is actually quite easy, uh, trust me, it's not easy. It's not like walking into a, you know, a subway and getting a job, even though I've been told I'm underqualified for a lot of subway jobs. I've been definitely rejected from more jobs than I've been hired for. Um, but for her to be successful and to get like that inflation raise of 3% per year for the next 25 years doing YouTube, it's next to impossible. Um, so I don't want to be that level of famous because maintaining it's impossible. But the work she has to put into to, I assume, respond to every single comment and email um, isn't worth that salary. Like if you're just going to make videos and ignore your fans, I guess it could be worth it because then you could still have a day job, but to make those videos and be part of the community and like interact with people and be there for them because uh, everyone wants to connect. They want, they want to connect with you. And if you just keep them on hold forever, you're an asshole. Um, I just don't know if that, I know for sure I don't make that choice. So See, I'll reply to you tomorrow. Uh, next time, we'll be talking about... Uh, well, let's do the 701 LR next time, because I really want to talk about that build. It's ha I'm having a blast with it, and unfortunately, I'm reaching a point now where a lot of people that are fans of the channel, the YouTube channel, are kind of sick of the daily videos. They're like, okay, when the hell is this bike going to be done? Um, they don't understand. It's like 45 modifications, and it's one video per day. So it's going to take 40, it's going to take 45 days. Um, so I'm having thoughts about just dumping them all and, you know, once and losing 500 subscribers who are like, holy shit, what this, what the hell is going on? There's like 400 Adam channel videos. Um, so 711LR is next. And then I'll talk about the, the responsibility thing. Cause I, I think more important than, um, than influencer success and fame, you know, is, is how things change when you're, you're, you're required to represent a group. And what I mean is like at the small level right now, I represent the BMW riders of Vermont. There's 400 people, but I, I, I take that very seriously. Um, at my day job, I represent 4,500 TomTomers. At my side job, I represent 500 condominium owners. 
um, at you know the MOA. If I'm elected, I represent twenty two thousand people. Um, and if I happen to qualify for the GS Trophy, I represent every BMW fan in the world. And so, like, what is what does that look like? How do how do I behave? Like, can this can this podcast even happen? Can this episode have occurred with that level of responsibility? That's why I'm recording this because I feel like if this year goes according to my hopes and dreams, I've I have like the responsibility of millions of people. Uh, and that's something I take more important than any dollar amount. So, yeah. And then, and so that, that'll be in the future. And then of course the, the 701 LR video. And I want to talk about kind of the GS trophy training, um, my schedule for 2021. Um, my experience selling the uh, the Ford Escape and the Hyundai Ionic, um, and what I'm buying next for a car. That'll be another episode too. So, tons of content, lots of time. Yeah, that's it. I went. I went ten minutes over. Sorry about that. I. I. I While I find a lot of joy and 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 uh, pride in self-publishing, I always have. Um, you all, the the you all right now, but the you all potential, the the potential addressable market of billions of people are sitting on my shoulders, um, and I'm taking time away from your lives. When you make a choice to watch these videos and listen to these podcasts, I'm I'm stealing time from you, and I'm not that entertaining. And so, while I'm I can be super long winded, uh, I I I tr- I don't take it for granted in the in the in the like near present. I do in the fact that I'm just long winded, but I I promise you, I'm always thinking about you guys and how much time you're spending. Uh, following me and when CL told me you've got to publish a newsletter and a podcast and a blog every week and you've got to post to Instagram once a day and you know obviously keep posting your YouTube videos and then going to events and I'm like dude hold on I'm making like six grand a year from this (laughs) and maybe I peak at like 35 grand knowing my demographic I don't I don't think that's worth it <laughs> but um, you know, I, I will never take any of you for granted each of you are uh, are special to me because you've sacrificed time to, to consume stuff that I'm making so thank you thanks for that um yeah. It's Friday morning, 12.45 a.m., and I'm going to sit down and write a draft to CL. I think we're good. Uh, have a good evening. Have a good, have a good month of, uh, of uh, April, and uh, I really, really, really hope to see you guys out 
on the um, on the trail, on the road, at the events, etc. All right, guys, ride safe. Take care. I'm giving you all a thumbs up virtually and in person. And uh, 